Hello to all the wisdom heads. This is Pat Dean checking in. We're about to get the newest episode of I Learn Nothing going. Just wanted y'all to know that I'm currently on the road as part of the No Refunds Comedy Tour, opening up for Martha Kelly. Uh, our friend Avery Moore is along with us. Uh, this week, we're going to be in Lafayette. We're going to be in New Orleans, Hattiesburg, Atlanta, Athens, Asheville, Charlotte, Durham, and Charleston. Go to MarthaKelly.net to get tickets and more info. If you listen to this podcast and you come out to a show, say hello. I would love to meet you. And then I will not make eye contact with you because I am socially awkward when I'm not in front of a microphone. Uh, anyway, Martha and Ava are real nice, so say hi to them instead. All right, see you there. International. Amores, ¿cómo están? Mira, mira, me llamo Benjamín y esta es uh, episodio 57 de Yo Conocí Nada, un podcast de filosofía para idiotas. Uh, my name is Benjamin C. Cholak. Uh, welcome to the 57th installment of I Learned Nothing, a philosophy podcast for just creeps. Just jerks. Just jerks. Just real jerks. Just real degenerates. Just deranged human beings. I was wondering how long you were going to talk in Spanish for. Yeah, I, I realized that I couldn't. I can't talk about philosophy in Spanish. That's way above my pay grade. Oh, really? No, nah, I don't know enough shit for that. Huh. I don't know how to say utilitarianism in Spanish. You don't know how to say that? What are you, an idiot? How do you, how do you say it? Um, El unitalitarian. <laughs> it's not Italian. <laughs> right, but it's... Uh, Actually, I do know how to say it. It's basically just... I think it's just utilitarian... Utilitarianismo. Man, what if we did a podcast where it's you teaching me Spanish? Oh, man, that would be just as disastrous it as It would this be one. so much more helpful than the fucking thing we do now where you teach me philosophy. That's true. I can use Spanish. Well, actually, uh, today we're talking about something that you can hopefully maybe apply in your life. Really? All right, bitch. Yeah, we're delving into ethics today. Huh. Yeah. We're talking about a specific guy. Well, who am I? You didn't even introduce me yet. Well, who are so, you? Who am I? That's what this podcast is about. Really, philosophy. You know, trying to trying to learn who we are. Well, I just walk into this house and rant at this microphone. <laughs> I mean, you just happen to sit across from me. <laughs> yeah, let's be honest. Um, My name's Pat Dean. Can you believe that? Holy shit! Really? Your co-host, your intrepid co-host and pupil. It, you are pretty intrepid, actually. I can't believe you've stuck with this. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do, dude. Speaking of Spanish stuff, mm -hmm. so today I had to go. Uh, to the bank to open a new like bank account basically yeah and uh the guy who was helped me do it mm -hmm. uh or helping us do it i should say he uh he told us that one time he uh <laughs> pat's married by the way yeah married yeah, with, he, has, with, he has two wives he has several wives <laughs> pat's a bigamist <laughs> yeah i can't believe it's taken 57 episodes for us to reveal <laughs> that i in fact married to several women yeah what can crazy. you do uh, but he told us that there was this this guy who had an ID, 
uh, who just thought it'd be like he he couldn't accept the guy's ID mm-hmm. because he signed it as El Capitan. He just thought that'd be funny when he was like oh, 15. on the back. Yeah, he signed it like you have to like sign it and shit. And he said you have to sign your ID. You yeah. know what I mean? And he signed it El Capitan. And he was like, we can't use this. Like you need to get a new ID. Really? Because yeah, because he's like the signature doesn't match up. Oh, because he well, he why doesn't he just sign all of his checks as El Capitan? I'm gonna start doing that. I told the guy, I'm like, yeah, well, that's, that's all you need. You just need the signatures to match up. I told the bank man that I'm gonna start going by El Capitan. So if you guys could help me out with that, I'd appreciate it. I think you can just start doing it. Yeah, dude, I'm El El, El Capitan. Yeah, you're El Capitan. I'm El- Capitaning all over the goddamn place over here. El Capitan. Whoa. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah, you're you're dude. You killed it. Now you you actually went to Princeton. It's the um, first time it's been brought up on the show. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. You majored in philosophy. I almost never bring it up. Um, yeah, so uh, <laughs> I am the uh, founder, uh, guardian, and protector of Princeton University. Yes. Uh, and I am the uh, sage emeritus of the philosophy program over there. Uh, I, I started it. I grade all the papers. And it's crazy because um, you still... You're so humble that you still hold down a day job, even yeah. though here this in, is your passion. Here in beautiful Austin, Texas, I commute to uh, New Jersey <laughs> every week. It's very expensive. Yeah, uh, taxing. Hey, guys, check out our Patreon. Um, yeah, um, help pay for Ben's uh, plane tickets, please. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just drive. <laughs> <laughs> well, that help pay for Ben's uh, toll road expenses. I'd imagine there's quite a few. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty nuts. But uh, luckily, I got uh, I got some freed up time here to talk to you. Hello. About some fucking philosophy. I'm ready, dude. Yeah, you ready? Now we're doing. What are we learning about today? We're not learning about a specific person. Uh, well, we are or learning are we? about. We are gonna kind of focus on a specific person, but it's because he's very important regarding uh, this ethical theory that he sort of advanced. Okay. Okay. Um, so we just got done with our third Greek triple stack, and now we're uh, fast forwarding. Uh, to contemporary times. We're talking about a guy who's still alive. Really? Yeah. This guy... Oh, and also you'll love this because he has a normal name. Oh, good. What's his name? His name is Peter Singer. <laughs> That's kind of a cool name. Yeah. Uh, his name is Peter Singer. He's an Australian philosopher. Uh, so Peter Singer is... Uh, he's kind of... He's kind of a bad boy. <laughs> he's um, a philosophy bad boy? N- kind of. So uh, he has that sucks well yeah i'll we'll get to this um but he has advanced some some theories that if you take them to their logical conclusion it uh leads to some potentially unsavory consequences oh no okay um, not again yeah but uh here, here's the thing a little more context for this guy uh this guy actually he's uh one of my employees he teaches at princeton um and uh he is originally from australia he was born in melbourne in 1946 Okay. Yeah. And uh, basically he's an... Hello, ethic- mate. Yeah. Oh, good eye. I'm going to talk about uh, abortions and and global warming. Is that his thing? Uh, yeah. So he focuses on, like, uh, how- basically it's called applied ethics, uh, where instead of, like, coming up with these, like, grand theories of, like, what is good or what is just or whatever, he takes very specific controversial issues and... And um, uh, f- like basically applies this theory to how you would settle these like actual concrete uh, problems. Okay. And it's like things like that, you know, people fucking like dingoes eating your baby and stuff. <laughs> like <that>. Yeah. <laughs> like, what do you do when a, when a dingo eats your baby? Yeah. Um, well, what do you do? I mean, I'd be, I'd be upset. Well, he's so mad. He would probably say something like, "Well, just let the dingo enjoy its meal. You know, it, it deserves to eat like anyone else." I guess. 
Yeah. Not my baby. <laughs> my baby, Ben? What if it was someone else's baby? Well, it would depend upon the baby. If it was baby Hitler, I'd say, hey, you it's know. It's not going to be baby I would, Hitler. I would pass the salt <laughs> to that fucking dingo. I'd say, have fun. Um, Eat that evil baby. I, you know, people go, oh, if you time travel back in time and he'll kill Hitler as a baby, you're still killing a baby. But I bet he was an <laughs> evil baby. I bet he was a not. I bet he was a bad boy. I a naughty little boy. He probably was. Have you seen baby pictures of him? Um, I, I mean, I'm sure it's I haunting. He looks really? like a fucking ghost. He looks so evil. Really? Yeah, he already looks evil. Um, but still kind of cute. It's weird. Uh, <laughs> Hold my, on, I'm, I'm looking at side. Oh no. Yeah, my Jewish side is very conflicted. Um, it always is. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what being that's part of the religion. So see, it's funny because I just did a Google image search for baby Hitler. So I saw actual baby Hitler, mm-hmm. but then I saw a bunch of like babies dressed up as Hitler, and it's a little weird. Yeah, that's really weird. And there's also that one meme of that baby who's like kind of screaming, and they painted a fucking Hitler mustache on it. Yeah. Yeah, you see those? Oh, oh, I'm seeing it. All right. Uh, so this is our new segment. Uh, our, Called our, Google Image Search. Yeah, our, our Hitler segment. <laughs> well, a lot of these fucking guys that what, you who? hold dear to your heart, these goddamn philosophers. Yeah. A lot of them what? seem to have inspired one Adolf Hitler, and I'm sick of it. Well, is that what this guy's about to talk about? No, he's not. He's not going to inspire. Well, actually, some people would argue that he, his his philosophy could, like, get taken that way. Son of a bitch. But I don't. I don't agree with that. But some of his shit is kind of was really fucking controversial, and we'll get into that. Okay. All right. So this guy, he currently teaches at Princeton right now, and he's basically uh, he has this like special professorship where he talks about. Mostly like bioethics uh, and like the application of ethical theory to questions of like abortion, euthanasia, um, like uh, people who have like horrible disabilities and whether they should be allowed to to live or not. What the Um, fuck? (laughs) Yeah, we'll get into this. This is a big one. Um, Who is this guy? He teaches? Peter fucking Singer, dude. Yeah, I guess. He's He's a good mate. From from the outback, I don't know if he is. This sounds a little. Well, no, uh, yeah, he's a fucking bushwhacker. Is what he is. Yeah. Um, but anyway, actually, no, he's just like a very nabbishy Jew who happened to move to fucking Australia when he was a little kid. Oh. Um, but uh, what were were his parents like criminals or something? <laughs> in a in a manner of speaking, yeah. Oh no. Um, <laughs> yeah, his uh, I think his his grandfather died in the Holocaust, and yeah, his parents were technically. <laughs> criminals because it was illegal to be jewish in germany so they uh got the fuck out of dodge but instead of going to the united states they went to australia they went to australia what a random place why yeah it's what do they what fuck what what does australia have that we don't um i don't know i thought pretty cool accent singers the singers yeah well it's weird to me that they chose to uh, leave uh, a country where they were going to be murdered by other human beings and move to a country where they would just be murdered by all the animals. On by there. the actual country. Yeah, yeah, by the actual country. But <laughs> like, the, it's weird. I've never seen a country where so like, hostile. Yeah, where yeah. like nature clearly doesn't want them there. They don't want you there. Yeah, I told you about that plant that grows in Australia that uh-huh. like has the thorns that are so painful that horses commit suicide. Yep, if they fucking touch Australia, it. Australia, it's <laughs> fucked up, dude. I don't understand how it 
has they have a government. Yeah, isn't that weird? I feel like God was like was really drunk, and someone dared him to make that. It's it's yeah, yeah it's it's a crazy. Place. And now he's like, I don't know, I, I can't like get rid of it because like they'll it'll be really mad, and I don't want to I don't want to fuck with it. <laughs> you can't do anything about it. Yeah, <laughs> Australia is just like a <laughs> mean mugging God. Yeah. Um. So anyway, this is where this. Oh, you don't scare me, God. That's my Australian God, accent. God, that's so terrible. That's Hello. A, such a bad Australian accent. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to work on my impressions, as you know. And Are you? Because it doesn't sound like you are. Well, you know, I put a solid couple minutes <laughs> work into them a year. No, you didn't. You didn't even put two minutes into that. <laughs> Hold on. Let me try it. Let me honestly try it. Give me a sentence to say, and I'll say it in Australian. Um, and I'll try my hardest, as I do in all things. All right. Say, uh, Peter Singer is an advocate of utilitarianism. Peter Singer is an advocate. I just sound like Paul McCartney. Oh, yeah, you just, well, I was going to say John Lennon, but... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Peter Singer. I'm in the Beatles. Um, the Beatles. Peter Singer, a lot of people think, consider him the fifth Beatle, and I'm one of those people. I guess. I mean, no, he's not. He's just some Australian prick. Well, I stand corrected. Uh, who wants to kill babies. So, hold on. So, what's this guy's deal? Okay. So, this guy... Uh, he primarily comes from okay, so let's we got to talk about ethics in general because we haven't really like talked about ethics as a field within philosophy because we usually talk about the weird like metaphysical shit or like you know uh, women trapped in black and white rooms and yeah uh, like you know trolley carts. Well, that was kind of an ethics one, but I feel like ethics I can wrap my well yeah, so that's good. Around. This will be a little more accessible. Okay, um, just a simple man, Ben. Yeah, a simple Virginia son. Well, before. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Before a Northern Virginia sun, just you know, a DC suburbs sun. Yeah, just hanging out <laughs> in a in a fucking uh, Barnes and Noble all day. I'm just simple, Ben. Yeah. Um, it's a real traditional lifestyle in uh in the sticks of Northern Virginia. Um, okay. Let me ask you first. Let's kind of get into this. Let's talk about Dean Man over here. Okay. What well, uh What is your like ethical theory or like you know what do you think is right or good? How should how should people act? I think people should, uh, I think you should pretty much be allowed to do whatever as long as it doesn't harm other people. Okay, that's pretty reasonable. You know, it's like, oh, I want to, I want to do drugs in my house all day. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have that, you can do that if you're not hurting anybody. Yeah. You're not hurting anybody, unless you have children, in which case <laughs> you're destroying their lives. Uh, but, yeah, um, so there you're hmm. harming people. Damn, I've right? already fucked up my own ethics. Yeah, well, not necessarily. I mean, you just have to revise them. Just don't hurt anyone, yeah. Well, let me ask you this question. Um, sure. Is it better to follow a rule because it's objectively the right thing to do? Or is it better to uh, do the thing that leads to the most beneficial consequences? I think it depends. Okay. <laughs> no, that... <laughs> It's fine. I'm not mad because he, you you really thought about that. I thought. So, yeah, you did. I think. Um, okay, so basically where we're starting off with is there's two really fundamental, in philosophy, two fundamental, uh, different fundamental schools of thought on what is like right. Like what is the right course of action to take. Uh, one is this thing called uh, uh, deontology, which basically is what Kant came up with, which says that there are these like objective r- moral rules that you have to follow. Uh, and it doesn't matter what the consequences of following those rules are. It is just the right thing to do objectively. Okay. Okay. And then a lot of people, up until very recently, they justified that by saying, well, because God told us that, that this is how we have to act. Okay. Um, then the other one is this thing called consequentialism. And that basically says, 
you just need to do whatever it is that advances the best consequences in any given situation. So, like, lying might be okay if, like, it ends up with a beneficial consequence. I have complicated feelings about lying. Well, everyone does. That's why everyone brings up lying as, like, the main example of how these philosophers argue against each other. Because it's wrong, but I love doing it. Well, why is it wrong? Because you're not telling the truth, baby. But why is that wrong? Because the truth will set us free. Don't say it. God damn it. (laughs) And when you don't tell the truth, it's like a mental prison, man. These fucking corporations, man. Okay. (laughs) So you have half a point there. (laughs) (laughs) That's the kindest thing you've ever said to me in this podcast. So, yeah, it does. I mean, like when you do tell the truth or when you do uh, uh, like lie. Right. You're building this web of lies. Oh, dude, I am. (laughs) I'm just a man. You live in a web of lies and it's tough to keep track of them. Right. And eventually they're going to fucking string you up and hang you from the fucking ceiling. Right. Dude, I book a comedy club. Mm -hmm. I'm just awash in a web of lies. (laughs) Sorry, we got that date booked already. Well, we don't. Yeah. Okay. And then like what happens if you get caught? If someone like calls you out and say like, hey, I actually know for a fact that you don't. I go. Uh, and then you lie again. And then I just lie again. <laughs> Honestly, I do the same thing. The lies are effortless, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's so easy to lie. Just it's look so someone easy. in the face, yeah. someone that you love, and lie to them. It's all I've ever done. <laughs> okay. Maybe this won't apply to you that well. <laughs> you're just a fucking sociopath. Wow. Well, <laughs> no, sociopath or good at lying? Uh, it's almost the same thing. Yeah, well, you know. Um, you got to start somewhere. No, nah, but you're all right. Uh, but, I'm uh, cool. <laughs> so let's say, like, if you... One argument for why you shouldn't lie might be that, you know, you lie too much, you lose track of all your lies, The this, this house of lies collapses on top of you. Yeah, dude. Okay? And so what does that mean? That's a bad consequence, right? You don't want dude, that I'm shit to happen. I'm in an apartment complex of lies. That's how many lies there are. <laughs> But so the argument there is not that it's objectively wrong to lie. It's just that lying fucks you up, and that's why you shouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Okay? Um, so that's kind of this camp called consequentialism. And that's where this guy Peter Singer kind of made you know, oh, yeah. made his bed. I already forgot who we were talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so this guy, uh, he has this specific theory within consequentialism called utilitarianism. And here's the simple thing with utilitarianism. All it means is the the moral thing to do is to make sure that you, in whatever action you take, try to increase the uh, the benefits to the greatest number of people. You maximize benefits to the greatest number of people. That's it. All right. Okay. Um, and however you get there, it doesn't really matter what you do. Okay. Now, there are some things, obviously, that you shouldn't do, like maybe murder, right? Maybe. Maybe. But he doesn't, he doesn't like, he, he doesn't, discount that right away that's not off the table automatically it's usually off the table but there's some cases where it might be all right yikes yeah and i have to say i don't entirely disagree with that when do you think it's okay to murder someone there are very specific situations that i can't name right now like what if you just really wanted to murder someone you can't do that no because okay so here's the general principle behind uh utilitarianism what it's based off of is and he argues that this is what bases like all ethics is it's the ability to take the point of view where everyone's interests uh, are roughly equal and you don't get to just do what you want just because it benefits you 
you're always considering other people and okay. the like net benefits for everyone. You, so it's he universalizes this self-interest sort of. Does that kind of make sense? Yeah. Okay. So he's always talking about like, you know, keeping other people's interests under consideration. And when you start there, you inevitably get to utilitarianism because it basically says, well, any sort of action that I take should uh, increase the overall benefit for the most people. Does that kind of make sense so far? Sure. Okay. Now, note that I said most people, not everyone, because that's impossible. Sometimes you're going to take some actions that, while it benefits a very large number of people, it fucks over other people. Oh, no. Oh, no. And that's where it gets really hairy. So, yeah, like, maybe assassinating Hitler would be a morally okay thing to do. Like, would you agree or not agree? Killing baby Hitler? Um, If you knew that that was the only way to stop, like, World War II and the Holocaust, would you do it? Yeah. You'd do it? You'd do it? Yeah, dude. Okay. So maybe we should do it. We should. We should go back in time and murder a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you this hypothetical. Mm-hmm. You're hanging out. It's like mad scientist. Yeah. Says to you, you know, hey, Ben, what's up? Love your podcast. Thank you. Pat talks too much, but whatever. Yeah, I know he does. Yeah. He goes, look, I got a time travel machine. It can only you can only use it one time. Okay. Well, what would I do? Would you go back in time to murder Hitler, knowing you couldn't come back forward in time? Oh, man, that's fucking interesting. Yeah, I'm an interesting guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, 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 need a, I need a moment to think about that. Yeah. I mean, oh. you, I mean, think about it. You don't even know German. I don't know if I'd do that. I think there's some other worthwhile thing to do that would improve history. Like what? Well, like... I don't know. One thing I can think of killing is killing like, John Lennon before he became famous. Killing John Lennon as a baby. I would absolutely do it. Um, <laughs> what a random thing to do. Go back and kill a baby. Oh, Hitler? John Lennon. No, John Lennon. What the fuck? <laughs> he brought happiness to millions. Yeah. Um, no, no, no. What I would do, actually, here's what I would do. I would go back in time to like uh, right around the end of World War One, and try to make sure that the French... Don't fuck over Germany so hard. Okay, but how would you do that? I don't know how I'd do it, but you that's where I would go. You could kill a baby. Go. There's no way. You, you, can't, you can't speak French or German. Hey, you know. I know, because I know you. <sighs> because if there, cause if I'm ben, lousy with French, bitch. No, you're not. Because the thing about Ben Cholock, to all our listeners, is that if he's good at something, he'll let you know, okay? And, and if you <laughs> could fucking I speak... That is... Very true. If you could speak any <laughs> other language beyond... Hey, you know what? I'm really proud of you. You just made a successful argument. Yeah. Yeah. Good beyond job. English or Spanish, I'd know about it by now. <laughs> and I know you can't. So the idea... But I do love the I got, idea... I almost picked up French in like a week when I was uh, visiting Paris back in 2007. Dude, I've lived many lives. I guess so. Yeah. I'm just saying that you got a much <laughs> better chance of killing a baby, baby Hitler. There's no way that guy was tough. You could kick his ass. Okay, fine. I'm not. That's not an issue. What I'm talking about is what would be a more beneficial thing to do. What if you could just go back in do? time and rough him up a little bit? Just rough up a yeah, baby. Just teach him a lesson. <laughs> go, don't slap him around. Go back in time and, and look him in the eyes and go, dude. This is very important. Don't do the Holocaust. You know what I do? Ooh. I mean, I, I don't see how that would actually prevent him from doing the Holocaust. If like some Jew came from the future and beat the fuck out of him. Oh yeah. I think that's probably what caused the holocaust it was you it was probably me Ben. well it was your fault because you put the idea in my head right um but 
regardless, I would put on so many fucking rings and just like <laughs> let him have it. <laughs> you would have an anti-defamation league ring yeah, yeah, on yeah. the middle finger. And then when I was done, I just spit on him. Teach that shitty baby a lesson. Yeah, fuck that baby. Yeah, the Hitler baby. It was a really shitty baby. Um, that baby ended up doing such horrible, horrible things. Yeah, Isn't that weird to think about? It's unbelievably weird to think about. That's why that photo of him as a baby is so haunting. Because yeah. you look at him and you just go, man, it's, 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 you don't even know what you're going to do. Yeah. That little kid doesn't know what he's about, what he monster no he's going to become. But he is. Yeah. Well, that's why I fucking gave him one of these. You know? <laughs> that famous Sherlock right hand. <laughs> uh, right hand of doom, they call it. All right. Let's, let's, uh, let's circle back here. Okay. Um, so utilitarianism, basically, uh, the, the, like, we, like I said, the main principle is, you know, uh, take any action that benefits the most people, uh, and, and maximizes benefits for the most people. Um, and that's based off of, uh, the idea that you take everyone's interests into account. You don't just take your interests or like your family's interests or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, sure. yeah, basically just try not to act like the mafia. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll try my best. Yeah. I make no promises, but I'll try my best. But um, yeah. So from there, it seems like a fairly simple moral theory, right? Like at first glance, it doesn't seem like there could be a lot of problems. No. Right. Okay. How could this possibly go wrong, Ben? Well, whew, let me tell you. Oh no. So here's one thing that I think is actually kind of cool that he's really famous for. Uh, he extends. He basically. One of the main questions is, like, how do you define what is beneficial, right? Uh, and one of the things that he argues in this one book called Practical Ethics is that they're, they're pretty simple things. One is, like, to, you know, avoid suffering, to enhance, like, happiness, uh, to, you know, make sure that people have, like, an equal An opposite share. reaction. No. No? <laughs> uh, like, kind of an equal opportunity to share in, like, you know, loving relationships and pursuing goals in uh like having your basic needs taken care of like uh like food shelter uh you know medical care if you need it that sort of thing okay, okay. um man this sounds like some dsa shit ben kind of i mean like he is, he is he's not a socialist anymore but he started as a socialist um now he's just this fucking wishy-washy liberal but whatever that's a different point um but that all that stuff kind of distills down to one general principle which is just to when you consider people's interests uh, what that really means is you consider like whether they're suffering or not, whether they're like in a position where their life is worth living or not worth living. Okay. Yeah. All right. And he says that general principle can apply to human definitely does apply to humans, but he argues that it also applies to basically the entire animal kingdom. And so he says that what? this, this should apply to all animals, even the dingoes, even the dingoes. They ate the baby, Ben. Well, that's why he would say, you know, it's it's all right because the dingo needs to eat too. That's why you feed him baby Hitler. Yeah, you should have. Yeah. God, what gone if the dingo in, ate? What if we sent the Hitler? dingo back in time specifically <laughs> to eat? Dude, and then <laughs> we'd be killing Hitler. two birds with one stone because we saved that one shitty Australian baby, <laughs> and then we sick it on this fucking shitty German baby. I love the idea of us Austrian, finding a dingo. Sending him back in time and just be like, well, that takes care of that. And we just assume it's going to yeah, find the baby Push it through a it. portal, like into like Dusseldorf <laughs> in 19, like whatever, yeah. 18 or something. And just like, oh, man, a go. job well done. Way to go. <laughs> Way to go, idiot. Yeah. Um, God, what that's going to bite us in the ass so hard. Like we pull that dingo through and then all of a sudden 
I don't know what could happen. So there's a butterfly effect. Yeah, that butterfly but then effect. then there's the dingo effect. It's the dingo effect. She goes back in time and eats a bunch of babies. God damn it. What if that dingo goes back and just eats six million baby juice? Oh, no! <laughs> ben, what have we done? I don't know. We fucked up. We fucked up real bad. We fucked up super hard. Anyway, sorry, everyone. Let's not think about it. Yeah, sorry, guys. Um, okay, what was I just talking about? Oh, yeah, the dingo. No, um, so this guy, he basically... It boils down to like you know extending this uh this consideration of interests not only to human beings but to animals. Basically, the important thing is anything any being that can that can suffer that has the potential for suffering and also has the potential for you know happiness in sure. a way in a manner of speaking. It's obviously different when you're talking about like clams or something. Uh, but whoa 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 well, where's all this anti clam stuff coming from? It's not anti clam. I'm just saying I don't know how how highly processed they're and you thought you think like, you know somebody and <laughs> it turns out they're raging well do you think clam clams folk. have a subjectivity i'm not saying they don't what, what, what i'm gonna well, become a clam activist dude you're gonna be a clamsman oh shit <laughs> oh no i've yeah. done it again Pat fuck clams, myself again clamsman <laughs> first i send the dingo back in time that caused all kinds of problems now i'm a clamsman god yeah you're being like really inadvertently bigoted son of a bitch <laughs> um okay so, but actually, you kind of raise a good point, what you just said. Thank you. Uh, which was, like, you don't know if clams have a subjectivity that's, like, com- comparable to, to, to humans. I mean, we can guess that they don't, but we don't really know. So that's why we can't take the risk that, you know, they don't feel pain, and that means that we can just treat them however we want. Yeah. Okay? And that applies to all animals. You don't know what their inner lives are like. Again, you can kind of guess, but you don't know for sure. That's why you err in favor of like saying, "Hey, this thing might feel pain. Uh, this might suffer. It might be distressed with you know some of our shitty actions, like you know throwing straws into the ocean and then some turtle getting it shoved up their fucking nostril." Uh, People are really upset at straws lately. Yeah, it's a, it's a, they're horrible. It never, it never even occurred I, to I me. I never really <laughs> thought of it until I saw <laughs> someone, it trending. But someone it, pointed it's it out. It's a good point. Somebody gave her the bar, and they were like, oh, yeah, no straw. And I was like, all right. And they're the, like, yeah, because, you know, they're not really usable. And the, it's like, holy shit. Literally, I, I'm a 34-year-old man. It's the first time yeah. it ever occurred to me. Yeah, yeah. So that was pretty recent. Here's what's funny. The, the, like, the day that, like, that kind of dawned on me from seeing all this shit on fucking Twitter or Instagram yeah. or whatever about You're how staring evil, at the sun and suddenly yeah about how evil straws are i yeah. go home and uh uh my former roommate joe teller joe teller the joke teller joe teller the joke teller had R. just had, had just bought a gigantic thing of straws joe! <laughs> oh come on and i was like uh and i'm like i'm not gonna say anything because obviously i just found out about it so i can't be on my high horse and and also, you never know when you're going to emotionally cripple Joe Tuller. Yes, yeah, that's, that's a good point. <laughs> really hard I, to tell. Walking on eggshells. <laughs> really hard to tell sometimes. Um, love the man. I love him, too. One of my favorite things is he had the weirdest, the weirdest habits of, like, grocery shopping. Yeah. He, he bought uh, from Fiesta this uh, a shaker of, like, just pure MSG. <laughs> <laughs> I have a picture of it. I'll post it. I saw it and I was like, "That's amazing!" <laughs> and you know what? I used it in something I was cooking. Made it taste way better. Yeah. Yeah. MSG's good. I guess people love MSG, dude. Yeah. Um. And then also he bought this uh, like industrial size, like military grade can of tuna. 
that's like you can't see it right now, but it's basically like a almost a foot in in diameter, <laughs> a foot of tuna, and it's like yeah, and it's maybe like six inches tall. Yeah, I it's need enormous. Like a foot of tuna, I please. Need a foot of tuna. It's too much tuna. Yeah, yeah, but some say there's no such thing. But you're you're drawing the line. I'm drawing a line at that can. Yeah, I'm drawing a can shaped line. <laughs> <laughs> I also have a picture of that, so I'll post that one too. <laughs> I I don't mean to grocery shame joe but it's very very funny who cares uh yeah who gives a shit he doesn't live here anymore fuck him yeah he abandoned us he abandoned us <laughs> miss him <laughs> um but okay what the fuck were we just talking about ethics <laughs> ethics that's right um maybe a good rule is don't make fun of your friends while they're not here um well, oh, it's the best rule there is yeah he'll hear it eventually um okay so that's why he this is how he starts off with arguing that you know He's a vegetarian. You shouldn't eat meat. Uh, he's against animal testing. This is all kind of stuff that now is kind of straightforward. Like most people, this is, p- most people wouldn't scoff at this. But yeah. when he was writing about this in the sixties and seventies, uh, he was like one of the fir- like the pioneers of the animal liberation movement. Well, hey man, you're talking to a true Texan, Pat Dean. Yeah, all right. I'm sure you don't give a shit. I'm talking about meat. Yeah. Maybe. Well, so the interesting question that he brings up, which is really tough to answer, you is... You start calling me Tex from now on. Do you want me to call you Tex? Yeah, I'm Texting. I tried to get that going, and no one liked it. It doesn't... It, 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 it has a bad ring to it. What about Big Texas? I'll call you Big Texas. Big Texas. Yeah, I'll call you Big Texas. So anyway, Big Texas. Listen. <laughs> um, old Texas Toast Dean. Yeah, dude. Um, oh, Texas Toast! Yeah. Dang. Okay. Uh, hold on. Like, I can't lose this thought. <laughs> um, fuck, it's gone. You're talking about animal testing and shit. Thank you. Okay. So Damn. animal testing, uh, yeah, he's one of the, fo- not of the founders, but he's like one of the main proponents of the animal liberation movement. Okay. okay. Um, and again, this all boils down to that same principle of like you, you want to make sure that the interest of anything that can feel suffering is taken into account with our actions. All right. Okay. So this is why he also argues uh, for these really controversial stances that they don't start off controversial, but if you take them to their logical conclusion, it gets really hairy. And people yeah. get really mad about this. Uh-oh. Okay. So number one is uh, obviously he's like way pro stem cells, like using st- stem cells in research yeah. because the level at which those cells are developed, they don't have any sort of like – they don't have any of the physical or biological components that would that would lead to feeling pain. Like they don't have nerve cells yet. They don't really have. They're not like they're just basically like little cells in a petri dish. Okay. Okay. So he's like fine with that because ultimately it benefits more people by studying these, uh, li- by studying these cells, right, or, or using them for weird gene therapies. Even though in using them, it technically destroys those cells and arguably destroys a human life. Okay. All right. All right. Do you see a problem with that? Do I see a problem with with that line of thinking? Or or with stem cell research? Uh no. No. Okay. I don't. Re- I mean, I, I'm not. A, I mean, this might surprise you. I'm mm. not a big expert on stem cell research. <laughs> you don't have a PhD in no in fucking biochemistry. So like, well, what the fuck? What, what I'm wasting my time. Well, I've been telling you that for the last fifty-seven episodes. Um. Oh, you're a bartender. That's what you were saying. Okay. <laughs> I thought you said a biomedical researcher. I thought that's what you were saying. <laughs> Man, is there an egg on my face? Those are two different things. Yeah, dude. Um, so, okay, so f- 
that's one. So that's not that controversial. But then you start talking about things like abortion, right? Sure. Uh, he starts getting into, or he starts arguing for, uh, like, obviously, I mean, like, I don't know. I'm I'm pro-choice, and I think most people that we run with are fairly pro-choice. That were like, you know, you can uh, abort a, a fetus at a certain level or a certain stage. Yeah. Okay. But he argues that um, you can abort. <laughs> a fetus like way longer than most people (laughs) than most people find acceptable oh no like what (laughs) well so like partial birth abortion he's like totally cool with which is basically it's like it's the baby's taken fully to term and then they just snap its neck at nine months jesus (laughs) what um yeah that's that practice is not as like prevalent peter but it's done in like um, emergency situations but he says basically that babies at that age even at like nine months Although it can feel like definitely can feel suffering. It also another component of like considering people's interests is like how much of a this is kind of hard to describe. Like how how much of like a a, a sense of self presence they have towards like towards pursuing and achieving goals towards recognizing whether they've been harmed or not. Yeah. Babies are pretty they're dumb. profoundly stupid yeah um it's not their fault they're that. just like uh, they're not done developing yet and so he says that especially this, if you break their neck at nine months Jesus yeah at, at this and obviously he argues that like if you're gonna do it you do it in the most painless way possible but he says that since the baby is so young it's at such a stage of development that it basically barely counts as a human being Good lord <laughs> um look i don't know how they get down in australia mate but over here... Dude, it's a savage land. I guess so. Like, you have to make sacrifices, bro. <laughs> 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 but, of course, and this is all with the caveat of, like, you don't just do it willy-nilly. You the just don't... dingo performed a partial birth abortion. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, a, a woman's not going to go into the hospital and just be like, you know what? I was going to give birth to this thing, but you know what? Just let's see what happens. Like, they're not just, like, deciding that. Yeah, roll, roll the bones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> roll the bones. Yeah, roll them bones. That sounds so fucking sinister but in like a cool voodoo new orleans way you never heard that term no roll them bones roll them bones yeah we're rolling oh like dice yeah never heard that before oh yeah I guess as I a have. compulsive gambler I, I thought you would know about that i guess i guess i should have known that yeah there's a lot of things i should have known <laughs> there's plenty of things i should know uh but there was any philosophy man i kind of want to shoot dice so do i dude i've been do wanting ever, to shoot dice for so long remember when we lived together we had like a weird two weeks where we just shot dice Yo, every night we, we talked about this like two episodes ago it oh we did it almost destroyed our friendship yeah it was a bad <laughs> idea and i want to do it again so bad yeah me too god i love gambling i, I love gambling i have a problem i <laughs> i'm going to i'm going to vegas in september really yeah we, why just to hang out with my brother and sister that's very weird yeah oh, wet blankets coming with you <laughs> god I haven't called her that in so long, and I don't even know if she knows that I called. I don't her that. remember. I don't even know if she remembers this. Yeah, when my sister, when I was like uh, fourteen, I would call uh, my sister a wet blanket. Just I was like, "Hey, what's up, wet blanket?" God, that and she sounded fucking, she hated way it. too close to something else. She, ha- she hated it, and so <laughs> we started calling her the WB. Yeah, but we'd say it in it's the same time. The WB. T- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> walk into her room and go, "Well, it's the WB," and she would. Not be happy. That, you told me that, that she hates it, and then, I don't know. I wonder if she re- even remembers that. Well, now she'll remember, because she listens to the podcast. Oh, no, we're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> Let's gamble on if... I have this. Let's gamble on whether or not she remembers it. Yeah, okay. 20 bucks. 
Wait, what do you mean? If she remembers it after know. hearing the episode? Like, <laughs> it's not a bet. Okay. What I'm saying is um, I'll play some bets for you illegally. Oof, thank you. Um, okay. And I'll keep all the money and say you lost. <clears throat> what? That's fine. As long as you tell me that you did it. Uh, <laughs> that's all I need. I just need the rush, that, You man. just need that charge to yeah. your body, you <laughs> fucking sicko. <laughs> you fucking um, pervert. I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> it, it might potentially be an issue. I don't want to talk about. Okay. It. Um, <laughs> Lord, this I is love, the guy I who's love teaching gambling. philosophy. Um, this compulsive gambling addict. Well, I'm I'm so glad I don't have enough money to do it. Uh, but okay, let's enough with my enough of my all-consuming gambling problem. Yes. Um. Right. So partial birth abortion. <laughs> right. <laughs> let's get back to snapping babies' necks. Yeah. Would have been a great way to kill Hitler. Baby Hitler. Yeah. Um, Man, I really wish someone just did something about this guy. Get him early. Yeah. yeah. I mean, a lot of people probably do. Yeah. <laughs> not a not a good guy. Okay. Um. So there's another thing. This is now. This goes even another further. Thing. This goes even further than the partial birth abortion thing. Yeah. Okay. Uh. He makes a very very important distinction, which all again, a lot of the things that he says they make sense at first, and then like he he's like, oh yeah, and so that's why you get to do this, and then you're like, wait a minute, let's look fucking pump the brakes. Yeah. Okay. He says that there is a fundamental distinction between the sanctity of life and the quality of life. Okay, of a human being or any anything that has consciousness. Now, sanctity of life is this term you've probably heard before that's used by a lot of Catholics, pro-lifers, yep. people who say that the the life of any human being is automatically sacrosanct and you can't do anything to touch it, right? You can't do anything anything that you do to interfere with a with a, a human's right to life is immoral. It's unethical, okay? But he says, instead of thinking about the, the, this, like, sanctified status of just having life, he says, think about all the cases where someone is suffering really badly, and they're like, it might, they might be better off dead. Okay. Okay? He, like, entertains this possibility. And I don't totally disagree with him, because there are some cases where it might just be overwhelmingly horrible to just be alive. Yeah, that's yeah. Most people. A lot. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say most people, but mm-hmm. there are cases of people who should not, they should not be alive for their own sake. Okay. Because of things that they're going through, um, and one of the things that he mentions is, uh, like children or babies who are born with like really, really debilitating deformities, where they barely survive six months. You know, they're they're they got all kinds of shit wrong with them, um, and. You know, some people argue, well, you know, they're a living thing. You can't you can't take their life away from them, even though they're suffering. And he says, well, no, I would argue that in some in certain cases, depending on a lot of other factors, it might be beneficial to end that child's life or end that baby's life for its own sake. Yeah. OK. Does that kind of make sense? Yeah. What do you think about that? This I is mean, heavy, it, right? Yeah, it really depends. I mean, there's so many things. Yeah. If you're born in like. You're clearly gonna. D- I don't know though because. What do you don't? What do you, what don't you know about it? What's what's um, giving you pause? What's giving me pause is the idea of killing a baby. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that sort of makes me. So, there's some argument there about whether you feel that way because there's something behind it that says that it's it's not right, or if you've been condi- conditioned to think that way because our society has, uh, kind of geared us towards thinking that all life is sacred. Yeah. Okay. And that's not, not just even, Christianity. That's like any anywhere. For like me, most, it's most not traditional even, cultures have this. It's not even just like, oh, all life is sacred. Just the idea of killing a baby is yeah. profoundly upsetting. 
It is. I mean, it's a lot to take on. You kill a grown up like that. Who cares? <laughs> you know? <laughs> but a baby. There's just something about a baby. But what about Hitler? Well, I'll say why that. Is, why is Hitler an exception? Because he uh, orchestrated the, the Holocaust. Holocaust. But he didn't know he was going to do it. He d- certainly didn't intend it as a baby. Well, I, I know. But he did it. Okay. Well. So... I mean, this is really interesting. We're not going to resolve this because people have been debating this sort of thing for thousands of years. Maybe we can. Um, They've been debating Hitler for thousands of years. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, how much time do we have left? We have like five minutes. We can do yeah. it in five minutes. Um, <laughs> Let's resolve this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, like that's it's pretty heavy, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So here's here's the thing. There was this really famous debate that happened uh, through like editorial letters in the New York Times op-ed section, like some sometime I think in like the late '80s. Where this lady who was born with this like really, really debilitating congenital uh, condition or disease who would fit the cri- all the criteria of someone who Peter Singer says, you know, should have been killed at birth. She argued, hey, you know, actually, you know, is my life not worth living? Hmm. You know, and she, she had already survived in horrible pain for most of her life to uh, uh, somewhere around like in her 30s or something like that. What if she ended the letter with please kill me? <laughs> like halfway through, she was like, "Wait a minute!" And he'd be like, "That's what I've been saying." Yeah, he's like, "What is this? What are we arguing?" No, well, no, she and she, so she made a very coherent argument for you know, like, why do you get to say that I should be killed or whatever? And instead of this is actually kind of cool. Instead of like them fighting, really, they engage in a really constructive dialogue back and forth where they like discuss their ethical opinions. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it's actually kind of tight. And then she died. <laughs> Good lord! <laughs> She's gonna die anyway. I don't remember her name, but... Do you, th- do you think he did it? Oh, fuck. I never even thought of that. Holy shit, dude. Is Peter Singer a murderer? Oh, pr- I mean, I'm sure if given the chance. <laughs> In a heartbeat. Maybe that's maybe <laughs> that is the backbone of his philosophy, is a unquenchable thirst yeah, for blood. <laughs> Bloodlust? <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's that's kind of his main ethical theory. It's basically just like reducing suffering where it's occurring and augmenting uh like happiness or comfort where you can so that's why also he argues for euthanasia for people who are dying of cancer and stuff like that which i agree with i think that's fine you know what my big if they make the decision themselves my big problem is with a lot of these guys what is that they come up with something these guys this is just a sweeping generalization philosophers yeah they come up with this thing Mm -hmm. it's really lovely point where it's like Hey, you shouldn't hurt things. Yeah. You're like, okay, cool. Yeah, I agree with that. That's really nice. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, also, uh, let's snap some babies' necks. Okay. Like whenever you, whenever they get carried out to their logical extremes, you go, oh shit. Right. Okay. But here's the thing, though. You're you're not really refuting them because you're saying, hey, we shouldn't hurt things, right? And then and then you go, oh yeah, and let's snap these babies' necks. But his argument is that snapping their necks. <laughs> I just look doesn't I just, doesn't hurt them. In fact, it, it, it in some twisted way helps them. I just want to have one of these dudes not advocate murder <laughs> for murder. But it seems like all these guys, they just want to kill someone. <laughs> they're all all of them. They're all <laughs> fucking Nietzsche. Nietzsche. Whatever his fucking Nietzsche. name was. Whatever. Nietzsche. Who cares? Please, for fuck's sake. We've been doing this for over a year. My it point, was our fifth fucking episode. It's a hard name. No, to it's say. not. You were you did it once. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm say saying, Nietzsche. No, say Nietzsche. Nietzsche. 
I don't. Sorry, I don't spend my fucking Fuck. days with my goddamn nose in a book advocating. Well, you should maybe the Holocaust. Oh, sorry, Ben. I well, don't, that's not, don't where advocate I, the Holocaust. That's where read I a book. draw the line. <laughs> I draw Ben. I draw the line at the Holocaust. I've said that a million oh, times. Oh, good. What a hero. Yeah. My point is that all these fucks <laughs> always cause problems. Well, yeah, because they're thinking. They're thinking of things. It gives the, the the spice of life. Is there such thing as thinking too hard, Ben? Oh, I'm sure there is. Yeah. But I wouldn't have it any other way. I love <laughs> I love thinking. I love thinking things. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that about you. Yeah. Well, how so how do we wrap this guy up? Well, I don't know. I mean, like, what do you what do you think of uh, what do you think of his ethical theory? I like the first part. What's what first part? And I thought it was kind of cool that he lived in Australia. But everything else <laughs> just unraveled. I mean, well, so there's more to it. There's one real quick thing. What? Okay, uh, try to wrap this up real quick. Uh, another thing is that he advocates for this thing called effective altruism. Like this okay. sounds bad. Effective altruism? It just sounds like it's going to end with someone getting slaughtered. No, it, it's actually do. the opposite. Okay, well, what is it then? Um, basically, he says, okay, he uses this thought, this thought experiment real quick, super quick thought okay. experiment, okay? You just buy a new $200 pair of shoes. You're loving them. You're like, I'm going to get so laid with these fucking shoes. Yeah, man. All right? You're walking down uh the path next to ladybird lake right <laughs> okay okay and you see this kid drowning oh no okay what are you what are you gonna do i try to well for, i'd shout to him this lake is like six feet deep is the first thing i say uh-huh. uh well it's a little kid oh okay um i would tr- probably try to i was a lifeguard a, yeah. i was that? a lifeguard i would i would say you go in and save him yeah i was a lifeguard baby okay so the kid is about to dry drop dry uh the kid is about to, to drown you don't have time to take off your 200 dollars shoes well, I'd jump in. You still jump in? Yeah, I'd be really mad at the kid. I, I'd definitely like <laughs> lecture him, and yeah. I would, and I would give the receipt to his parents and be like, "You owe me two hundred dollars." Okay, but you wouldn't hesitate to jump in and save him. No. Okay, good. So most people say that, right? Okay. So he extends that example to say, "Let's take all of these people living in hellish poverty on the other side of the world, mm-hmm. where two hundred dollars would mean the world to them." Yeah. Okay. Why don't you send them the two hundred dollars instead of buying shoes? Because it's difficult. I think charity is a lot more difficult than people realize. Is that is that the only reason why the logistics of it? There's there are logistics. If you involved. could do it easily, yeah, right. Say you could Venmo this kid. Fuck it. The kid is drowning. No, no, no. So the kid's not drowning, but he's in uh, in dire straits. Yeah. Uh, arguably suffering more than someone who would just drown. Sure. Right? Because they have malaria, and maybe they're a child soldier, and fucking, uh, you know... A no-limit soldier. A no... <laughs> fucking goddamn it. They're um, making him say, uh, Ben. Yeah, maybe the kid's got polio because the country that he lives in doesn't have any sort of, like, you know, medical infrastructure, whatever. Yeah. Whatever the fuck it is. This kid is suffering really badly, and $200 could basically save him. Sure. Would you Venmo that kid? If I knew that, I mean, it'd be really hard not to. If 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 this was a thing that I somehow knew about this, mm-hmm. I think I would have to do it. So I'm actually really surprised and kind of proud of you because most people wouldn't. And they would make some sort of excuse about like, oh, well, you know, I don't have the response. It's not my responsibility to worry about this kid. Like, I don't know this kid. Blah, 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 blah. Sure. But you're saying, no, nah, I would fucking do it. If I knew, if I knew that that was happening mm-hmm. and someone was like, hey, Venmo this person 200 bucks, they're going to fucking die. Yeah, I would absolutely do it. 
Okay, that's actually really fucking noble. I'm a um, pretty noble. I have a noble heart. And guess what? So now you agree with Peter Singer because he argues for that too. And yeah. he says that no one else, no one on the planet has any excuse for not doing something like this. What does he do? He uh, donates a bunch of his money to like different charities and well, stuff like that. okay. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> but he argues for Damn, this thing he, called... Peter Singer keeps outsmarting me, dude. Yeah, he's a very, he's a very crafty Australian. Yeah. Um, but he argues for this thing called effective altruism, which is basically like, it's more of a movement than a theory that says, you know, uh, people kind of get together and participate in doing like a cost benefit analysis of the best way to help the most people uh, using like institutions and infrastructure and stuff like that. And they said that everyone should be doing this. OK. Yeah. That's basically it. It's pretty simple. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I like that part. But he says that the fact that peop- uh, most people don't do it, he says there's no excuse for them not doing it, and they're basically p- acting un- unethically. Wow. Yeah. All right, Mr. Baby Neck Snapper, why don't you fucking take it easy? <laughs> why, don't you, why don't you calm down? Yeah, I mean, Pete. I don't know. It's a little, it's a, it's a little Pistol weird. Pistol Pete. Pistol Pete. Yeah, and Princeton. Pistol Pete Singer. Princeton Pete. Princeton Pete. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's okay. I'm going to fire him tomorrow. <laughs> But anyway, that's Peter, that Singer. that's Peter Singer Holy and shit. utilitarianism. Well, folks, thank you for checking out another award-winning episode. Award-winning. We, we, uh, every time we put an episode out, we win a Pat Dean Podcasting Award for Excellence. Yeah. Also, we're expecting two Pulitzers in the mail. Uh, don't know why we haven't received them yet. We haven't even been nominated. I'm fucking pissed. I don't know what the fuck that is. Kendrick Lamar won a Pulitzer. Yeah, I know. You Not know? that he doesn't deserve it, but, I mean, we rap. We rap about the truth, baby. We're truth rappers, dude. We're uh, truthers. We're, 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 dude, I'm just truthing for everything. <laughs> I'm a Pulitzer Prize truther. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Holy shit. Okay. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have anything to add to that. <laughs> well, not the first time. Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening to this goddamn motherfucking podcast. We do. <laughs> Episode 57. fucking 57. 50 fucking 7, bitch. Yeah. Uh, Heinz 50 fucking 7. If you could take one moment, go to iTunes, write a five-star review, uh, write your least favorite thing about Ben yep. uh, in the review. Uh, also, if people could continue to go to the Heights School for Boys <laughs> in Potomac, Maryland on Facebook, <laughs> give them a one-star review, and write, please stop throwing books at Ben Sholock. <laughs> if we can get like five people to do that, that's going to be so funny. I do not endorse this. I have to repeat, I don't endorse it. No, you do. I, so no, I please, don't. so please do that, friends. Uh, a five star review of our podcast, one star review of the High School for Boys. Uh, please include some sort of. Uh, at least don't up. get those mixed up. Five stars for our podcast. That'd be so funny. Yeah. yeah. I'd be so mad. Yeah, I'd be. This would backfire horrendous. Yeah, I'd be so mad at you. It was your fault. <laughs> It'd be your fault. I would be furious. Uh, anyway, uh, go to ilearnnothing.com. Our Patreon page is on there, Ben. We're starting to pick up some new followers, which we greatly appreciate. Yeah, you're gonna get a new, uh, a, a exclusive, a episode few exclusives. Yeah, every single week and a bonus, bonus episode of my old podcast that's no longer available. So please. Check that out. I'm begging you. Please join us. Join us, man. Yeah. The, fa- the Fallen. Oh, I thought of a new cool name for our listeners. What? Uh, the, the Ponderosos. The Ponderosos? <laughs> you can't give them a new name every single time. All right, all right. We'll save that for next week. No, I mean, it's too late. It's already stuck. It's, it's sweeping the it's nation. It's stuck. It people immediately love stuck. It, and people fucking love it. Man, I'm uh, an influencer. You? Oh, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, let me thank you. You can also find us on 
Twitter. Ben, you're at Gristleporn. G-R-I-S-T-L-E-P-R-N. I'm at Pat Dean. Well, I fucked up on that one, right? Uh, <laughs> and you can uh, find us on, I don't know what we tweet, because I don't do that. Uh, I just us. tweet the episodes and, no, and pretty, some other stuff. I retweet stuff that yeah. I think is funny. It's a pretty pointless follow, but follow us. <laughs> follow our that. personal accounts. You know, we yeah. got jokes and stuff. Yeah, follow me. Also, Gristle Well, Gristle Porn. That's everywhere. Gristle Porn on Twitter. It's Gristle everywhere. Porn on, it's, it's everywhere. People Gristle love Porn it. on Instagram. You're you're Pat Dean on Twitter, but Dean Man P Dean on, Man P on Instagram. The Instagram. Yeah. Okay. Um and uh oh. Well, Fuck, why would you even bring this up? I didn't mean to, but son of a bitch. Here's what we're gonna do: we're gonna <laughs> travel back in time, <laughs> find this dude's mom, and partial birth abort him behind the RVM Food Mart for stealing "I Learn Nothing" on Instagram. The man who has at "I Learn Nothing" on Instagram, you're saying he deserves death. I'm yeah. s- I'm saying I agree. An early, early, the earliest death. And if anyone can find him. Man, what if he finds out that we've been casually threatening his death for the last year? Yeah. 57 times we've advocated Bring for the it. death of Let's some fight. guy. I'm going to throw Tim at him. You're going to throw Tim the cat at this guy? Yeah. All right, fair enough. Uh, so, yeah, follow <laughs> us on all those things. Thank you so much for listening. Oh, yeah. I, I Learned Nothing podcast on Twitter, on yes. Instagram. That's where It's humiliating every time you fucking say yeah. it. Yeah. See how he stumbled? I'm, I'm, my lip is quivering. I'm about to cry. Folks, keep on thinking hard. And as always, remember... If you're not Catholic, you're going to hell. <laughs> the worst side off. <laughs>